0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of High Impact Podcast, Health Podcast. Um, I just want to thank you all so much for being listeners. Uh, Obviously, this is some of the first first episodes, so um, I thank you all for being listeners as well. So today with me, I have a very, very special guest. Her name is Haley Sue from Belmont, Texas, not to get confused with Belmont, kentucky like some people do often um so that's, that's so that's cool i wanted to bring haley on to talk about her fitness and health journey i seen her on instagram i was like tell me your story please and i was like nope 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 people have to hear this people have to be inspired by your story so i want you to hop on this podcast tell me tell the world the rest of your story haley please Please, please tell us your story. Uh, thank you so much for coming on the podcast.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, no problem. So uh, again, let's just uh, just let's basically dive right into it. Um, you know, tell us your, your background, you know, all the way back to childhood. I'm kidding. Uh, tell us your background <laughs> your whole journey start, where you're at now, and uh, where what are some things that you want to continue to pursue?
1: Uh, childhood, I guess, in terms of weight, uh, always chubby, of course, that's how it goes. Um, growing up was always bigger until approximately 18. I'm relatively young. I'm only 26. So at 18, I was probably mid 200s and no sight of stopping. And didn't, actually, until I was 21, I was divorced. I married someone I'd been with for uh, most of my life and then divorced Then a year afterwards. <laughs> so, you know, recently single, having been in a relationship for most of my teenage years and uh, adult life, decided that I needed to start doing something because I didn't love myself, and I felt like no one else was going to, especially not someone who was over 400, and that's not to say that people who are over 400 shouldn't have love, but for me, I just felt like I wasn't worthy of that, so... Uh, I actually started, and I tell people all the time, they always ask how I started. I started alone. I didn't tell anyone. Uh, I took a before picture in my mother's bathroom. I don't even know. I think I have only one of those on my Instagram. And I said, this is the day I start. You know, I started in my room alone after everyone went to bed. It was like 11 o'clock at night. I turned my fan on, and I'd jog in front of it until I got tired And then I'd pick up my 20-pound weights and kind of do what I thought was a workout. Kind of curated my own thing there for a little while. And uh, the first time I was weighed, I weighed 365, so that's usually what I reference to people uh, when they ask about my weight, is that I was 365, but chances are I was at least 400, if not more, prior to that. I just didn't have a scale. I was too scared to weigh myself. And at 365, I had high blood pressure. I had thyroid problems. We have diabetes in our family, so uh, they never checked, but chances were I was bordering on that as well because I was having a lot of issues. Um, so I, I got off birth control, which I felt was one of the things that helped me gain weight was the fact that it Messes with your hormones, uh-huh. and started dieting. Kind of just guessing for the first year, I'd log into my fitness pal and get going on a diet. And after 20 pounds, I told my mom, hey, you know, I've, I've lost 20 pounds without anyone's knowledge. Uh, do you, do you want to join a gym? you want to get that fitness part of it going? So she joined a gym with me. And actually, I worked out with my mom for two years. She was my, my ride or die with that workout. She was there every time I hit the gym in every class I went to and uh, it was a group gym, so it didn't have any equipment other than what was in the class. And after that, I jumped into a few different gyms until I found the one I'm at where I now work out alone. Uh, I hit 185 following, I was following a really strict diet at the time and probably messed up my metabolism worse than it would have been should have dieted like a regular person <laughs> so messed that up uh during this time I'd been experimenting with vegan I've always um I don't know I'm not much of a meat I've never been a meat eater and people tell me that all the time oh but I, I eat a lot of meat well I, I never have uh-huh. so I've always been kind of not okay with it so, so- I went vegan Stop dieting, gain some of the weight back because that's what happens when you don't diet and you're a chronically obese person. You gain weight, that's what your body knows how to do. And I had no limitations on food either, I was just eating always. And now I'm back dieting down slowly, more realistically my calories are a lot higher than I would have initially expected considering my background in dieting was not very good. And for my future, actually, I am hoping to compete in a world beauty, fitness, and fashion transformation division uh bodybuilding competition show so i would like to be a i want to start in the transformation division i feel like i'll go pretty far but at some point i'm going to want to do the physique portion of this bodybuilding competition somewhere down the line just because i think i have the grit for it
0: wow yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know if you are done. So, like, if you have any, any more thing, uh, anything else to add, please do that. Uh,
1: no, I, I think
0: that's about it. I think that that is an amazing story, and I commend you um, for that. Um, I mean, I know it's not easy in the start, in basically your room by yourself with the fan and basically twenty pound dumbbells. That says a lot about your character and like really how. Um, where, what place you were at in your life and the pull, like, you know, recently divorced, like you mentioned, and you know, it had to be pretty, pretty darn lonely up there in your room, uh, doing that. So for you to, to, to not have a friend or somebody really pushing you, um, and for you to, to do that by yourself says a lot about you. And then even with your mom stepping in, um, I, I don't know how you convince your mom to go with I can't get my mom to go with, with me. Uh, at at all, she says I, I train too hard. And I'm like Ma, I coach people all day long. I'm not coaching you any harder than I coach them. But I get that. Um, that's 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 amazing. So uh, kudos to your mom for uh, oh, yeah. riding, riding that wave with you for sure. So thanks to all the moms out there that goes to the gym with their with their uh, kids. So uh yeah. So let's just unpack a bunch of this stuff that you talked about. Let's start like early on and uh, not to go all the way back down to childhood, but really whenever you. <laughs> started your, your strict diet and really your early parts of going to the gym what are some things that you found that really worked for you or some things that you, you didn't necessarily love so just early on just a little, let's just start there when it comes to diet and fitness
1: um, early on with dieting specifically for me I tend to be a grazer I I don't mind eating three meals a day but for me smaller meals work because I especially since I've been in an office setting for quite some time uh it works for me to have something that I can just go oh I'm gonna nibble on this because I'm bored basically is what it is but because I'm not eating my full caloric intake in my meals I have that leeway to kind of nibble throughout uh if I do realize that I am just eating out of boredom because I prepack everything, I don't have anything in my office I can eat. Um, I know no one in the building has anything in the office I can eat. So I, I don't have an option, but to stop. So I just get up and thankfully I have the freedom to just wander about our building and find something to entertain myself with. Like, just walking.
0: <laughs> right, right,
1: right. Uh, I didn't. I have had people say, you know, three meals a day, eat before what is it? Like eight or dark? Yeah,
0: or uh, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. We could talk about
1: before the sun yeah. goes down. I yeah, can't. Good luck with that. <laughs> when you. Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Right. Yeah. That right.
1: didn't work. No, I love dessert. So of course I calculate that into calories. Exactly. I'm I'm not gonna uh, lie to myself and say oh just a little. No, I'm I'm calculating it in every day. Yeah. I go okay I have this much, and for me I'm thinking desserts is like banana and um, I get cocoa powder and I mix it with water and kind of like heat it up so it's almost like a syrup. Mm-hmm. But it's all it's all natural. It's 100% cocoa, so it's going to be a darker taste. After not having sweets, I think I didn't have sweets for, oh, uh, man, like a year and a half maybe. Oh I really – yeah, I had to detox off sugar. Yeah, yeah. It was bad. I was highly addicted. And uh, I didn't let myself have it for about a year and a half. But now I go back to – cocoa powder. Um, I do have halo top every so often they came out with a coconut milk version. So I'll have that, but that's rare. I think maybe once a month because it is. So I want to say it's high in calories, but the macros on that are kind of high for me. So, uh, working out, I'm not, when I was larger, I wasn't a fan of a gym. When I mean I went to like an all women's gym and it was just classes, it was literally only classes uh they did less meals, so I'm not sure if you're familiar with that, maybe it's more popular I'm not sure but what is it I didn't know what it was <laughs> what is But uh less meals
0: uh, I'm not oh okay, is that the name of the the company
1: yeah, they do like body pump um they have so many classes uh cx works
0: uh yeah that's might sound like uh georgia's or the southeast like orange theory it sounds like which is yeah oh,
1: okay, okay. Like that too. I've, yeah. I've heard of orange theory
0: yeah yeah yes yeah. it sounds like that or even like a occurs where it's more it kind of generalized to women um not, not like a bro gym where it's like guys just in there looking at each other in the mirror so that sounds like a pretty good place to at least start at for you is, is that correct
1: oh yeah 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 i was so concerned people would stare at me i mean going in a gym at any weight is intimidating but going in when you are the largest person in the room is even more intimidating Absolutely. so uh that for me i i enjoyed that gym and i didn't even hit a regular gym i actually set myself up to start at a a normal everyday just weights and cardio equipment gym when I hit 230 I felt like at that point I maybe I won't get stared at was my thought you know right so uh that worked for me was working out with a bunch of especially since they were all women Mm -hmm. and supportive women because you go in and initially I'm intimidating but I walked in and they were like, hey, how's it going? Welcome to this gym. We're going to sit you up next to this lady right here. And, you know, you're getting introduced to all these people and you're welcomed. And it's it's it was odd for me because I felt like I'd be a leper in a room full of bunch of women just ready to work out. And I'm not.
0: <laughs> right, right. Yeah, no. Yeah, and, and I can contest to that. Again, I'm a coach at a CrossFit gym and I've coached at a couple of different places. And I can tell you that initial like kind of fear that you have going into the gym, I see it on everybody's faces. So it doesn't matter if they oh, yeah. yeah, if they've been experienced or if they are coming into this fairly new, just going into a different different atmosphere. And then you like you said, you tag on the fact that you may not look exactly like them initially. Uh, That puts a different um, kind of fear or like anxiety in there, uh, which, you know, I commend you again for just getting through that. And it sounds like the gym made it easy for you, uh, which is another thing. If people are out there that, you know, whether they're coaches or they're, you know, athletes in the gym if you're listening to them, please, please, please make it your point that everyone who walks in, regardless of fitness level um, or experience, you treat them. As if they're one of the people that's already in, incorporated to the gym. Uh,
1: please. Oh that. yeah. Yeah, sure. Sure. That makes all the difference. I still do that now. Yeah. I see people that just start, and I'm like, "Oh hey, how's yep. it going?" Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. It, it makes it easier for you. It makes it easier for them, and it decreases that that kind of. Um, gemidation that we talked about earlier yeah yeah because it can and just the thought of it sometimes is just like i do not want to to go there because i don't want to be judged um that's that that is huge and i tell people all the time like look if you even if you don't want to start at the gym just start doing something like you mentioned and then come to the gym when you're ready and just know that people are here willing to help so um i don't even like saying i work at a gym I don't even. <laughs> I tell people like, you know, I work at a, a, a fitness center, or even I go to a place where people are changing lives, and they're like, "Wait, what? what you you look <laughs> at? at the society, or you look at a defects, or something." But you know, more, more importantly, you know, you, you, we want to dress it up in the way that people feel comfortable. So, whatever way to get people through the door, and stuff. Cool, cool, cool. So l- let's let's shift a little bit, and uh, you started diving into it um, quite a bit, but. Talk about your, your regimen, you know, nowadays, like, you know, how many times are you working out a day? What does your week look like? What are your macros? Um, Who's managing that? If anybody, like, do you have a coach? Do you make your own fitness program? Talk about your, your day-to-day life in the health and fitness realm right now.
1: Well, right now, uh, I do have a coach now and uh, probably not for long. I'm, I'm kind of, for me personally, because I am so well-versed in fitness, I'm c- probably going to be one of the more difficult people to coach, because I know what I need, but I need you to kind of help me set that up, right. and a lot of them go, okay, well, now you're getting cocky. Oh, not cocky. I just know that if you decide, okay, well, you know, 1,200 calories is where you should be at, I'm going to go, okay, no, that's not how this is going to work, so, <laughs> Uh So I have a coach for now, and I'm looking at a different coach for later. But right now my macros are set up. uh, I believe my carbs are 183. My protein is 140. And my fat's at 53. So it's, it's pretty good. Right, right. Yep. It's pretty high. Um, Every day I have a set schedule and a set menu. So I've already pre-planned my meals for the week and have them made every Sunday for the rest of the week because I tend to not want to do anything after I get home. And I also bring a gym bag into work because I change at work, go straight from work to the gym. I work out every body part twice a week. And, uh, I think yesterday was quads. So today is going to be back, maybe back and triceps,
0: Ooh, yeah.
1: back in biceps, one of those small muscles. um, But every day essentially does look the same, so I will get up, grab all my meals, throw them in my cold bag, grab my gym bag that I've already planned the night before, according to how I feel, because sometimes I feel a crop top, but other times I'm a little bloated. So, (laughs) you kind of have to plan ahead for these things. Yeah, absolutely. So then I, you know, I rush off to work. I work in eight to five, probably like the majority of the population and in an office, which makes it harder uh, pertaining to fitness. And a lot of times I've talked to a lot of people and they say it's so hard to get up during the work day because you feel like you're sitting from 8 a.m. until 5 p.m. because you don't have anything to do. And usually what I say to that is you get. Two fifteen-minute breaks, at least in Texas. I know we have to have those; it's law. But I don't know if it's everywhere law.
0: Yeah, yeah. It, uh, I think in Georgia, it's uh, for every four hours, it's fifteen minutes. But yeah, so but basically, people just use as
1: yeah.
0: their lunch break or their go-get coffee break or whatever they do instead of using it due diligently. But yeah,
1: yeah. I use my breaks strategically. So um, every hour, I get up, and our building is one big square basically so it's like a racetrack with the center cut out and um i walk our our little track so i walk around all the the offices i'll stop by the bathroom i'll walk up and down our stairs every hour i'm doing something out of my office to get me not just sitting down uh because i do know the longer you sit, what, towards your age, like the longer you sit as you age, your hamstrings start to shorten, um, things like that. And I just don't want to just sit here. And I, that's a big problem for me. I just don't want to just sit here. I could find something to do. So I'll get up every hour from eight to five. We do get an hour lunch, which I am generally moving about during that time and then I leave straight from work to the gym workout until probably seven at night maybe seven thirty, depending because I have about an hour of of weights just so I don't have to rush myself I just tend to want to take my time and then I have 30 minutes of cardio every day because mm-hmm. I am in the cutting phase of my weight loss and uh, then I go home. I'm very boring. <laughs>
0: yeah, no, nah, same here, same
1: here. <laughs> I've had people ask me if I have any sort of trick or something I do during the day, and I'm the most boring person. I'm like, I'd, I walk, uh, you know. I drink a lot of water over a gallon. I'm probably up to a gallon and a half. At one point had someone tell me to stop drinking so much water.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, Uh, yeah, I think about a gallon, gallon and a half is what I recommend for a lot of people. That is an awesome day. Uh I did the math. You spend what, two and a half, three hours a day, um, just kind of just doing fitness type things, right? Um,
1: Basically.
0: Yeah, but rather it be at the gym or actively doing it at your job place and stuff like that. You know, you mentioned something so important, um, for those that, that do have a job that is not based out of a gym, as lucky as I am, um, you know, and you talk about kind of being death-bound. I don't know if you read mm-hmm. that book by Kelly Sturet, but it, it talks about that, how many calories we're not burning by sitting down, what what things are happening in our, in our body that is, you know, not necessarily good, you know, decreased metabolism, um, all that by just sitting down. And uh, I think the cool thing that came out of that book is he talks about his daughter's um you know, school or county – um, and that how much they lost uh, doing doing that. So um, Ooh, wow. that's, that's that's pretty amazing by the, just having them switch to standing desk. So it was actually like wow, that is that's I, I want to say like ninety thousand calories or something like, within like a calendar year. They tracked Ooh. it. I was like, what ninety thousand calories? So I don't know uh, off the top of my head if that was for everyone or that was just for one person or. Or what? But that is quite the feat. So um, yeah. for for sure, like you know, getting or, getting up, moving around, and you know, as healthcare professionals, you think that you move, but you might you might deal with a patient for ten to fifteen, twenty minutes, and then you have to desk type of notes and all mm-hmm. that. So um, I, I can tell you that you know, being around people, you don't always get to stand up and move around, but uh, being at a gym, you definitely have to do that. So. So, cool. Um, as we begin to kind of wrap up things in uh, the, the, uh, the next few minutes, what is going to be uh, the, the future? You talk about uh, competing and um, physique, right? Um, is that um, yeah. what I'm talking about? Am
1: I saying that right? Yeah, you're right. Physique, bodybuilding, competitions.
0: Yeah. Right. Go, go into that a little bit about what all does that take um, in the transition you have to make. In order to go out there and be be the, the best in the world.
1: Oh, it I, it's gonna be so hard. Probably it's more hard mentally for people to compete. Um, and especially if you hire the wrong person to help you diet down uh, and lose as much body fat as possible, it can be almost unhealthy because okay. there are some coaches not very educated. They, they essentially do exactly what I said. They say, here's 1,200 calories. Mm-hmm. And then slowly but surely, as you get closer to competition, they're cutting you back until you have nothing. Yeah. So uh, it's, it's really important to hire a good coach, but that's gonna take a lot of dedication. I mean, I've pre-warned my, my job about it that that's going to be happening sometime in the future. It's a good thing to do that because sometimes when you are dieting, you do tend to get a little moody. And you want to make people aware of that before sure. <laughs> before you start doing it. And they know how I am. Everyone here has at least socialized with me in some aspect and know that this is something that I'm, I'm going to go ahead and do just it. Essentially, when I decided to do it, I had hit my weight loss goal and, you know, that was 180. I actually hit 182.5 to say that because 365 is 182.5 away from 182.5. Just to say I lost an whole entire me. I <laughs> felt <laughs> like that was something I had to say. Yes. So uh, you hit a goal and it's a goal you've had for years and then you look at it and go, now, now what? Mm-hmm. Now I don't have any goals. So I had to come up with this goal and I chosen it as something essentially more difficult than hitting a weight loss goal because it's gonna be something that challenges me mentally. Mm-hmm. Is for me, weight loss was it was mental. I did have to decide to do it, but for me it was really all physical because i can tell myself no you you shouldn't do that this is what's best for your health and i'll do that and i think for a lot of people that's not gonna be the same situation they're gonna have a stronger mental struggle uh i'm gonna really need to challenge myself here mentally but the reason i i am choosing to do this as well as uh just for having a goal is in the future, you know, cause I'm interacting with all these coaches, I'm going to want to help others who are in my same situation where I was to begin with, who maybe don't have that sort of support like I had with my mom and, uh, kind of coach them through it, you know, like, okay, well, this is how you're going to, you're gonna to have to do all these things, and and this is what we're gonna do. If you can't work out at a gym, you're too worried. Then we will go to your house and we'll do this together. This is what we're gonna do. You know, yeah. kind of see how it, what it takes to help others kind of accomplish the same thing. Because it's everyone says it's incredible and it's it's uh, the best thing. It's it's a great story and it is. But for me, I feel like. I, I did it, and it wasn't that much to see, kind of. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I accomplished a great task, but it wasn't uh, that hard for me.
0: <laughs> yeah, you basically just need to put your head down and was like, I'm going to do it, and once you start it, it, just happened. No, I and, yeah, of course, like, when you are highly motivated and highly successful person, it's, it's hard to take a step back and see what you've done, but – like you said, you lost a whole you. So take a step yeah. back, you know, definitely pat yourself on the back and, and uh you know, always appreciate that fact. And um, just, just getting to your point of you're like, yeah, you know, like what's next? I always try to tell my athletes, especially if they've been coming to the gym for a while, that we're always trying to push towards fitness, whatever that looks like for you, and that things like weight and heart, you know, blood pressure and all those kind of medical stuff, be the byproduct. So it was cool that you were like, "Well, I lost that weight. Now what?" <laughs> so it was. Cool yeah. I'm still, still going to remain uh, in this fitness mindset and just push towards something else and let my weight and um, all those other healthcare markets be uh, a byproduct. So awesome! Uh, always give yourself a, a pound and back for what you've done. Uh, so for sure, yeah. And I love the fact that you are looking to. Um, help others so with that being said as we start to close out i really want listeners to be able to reach out to you i'll put all this in the show notes by the way but i want you to tell them where to find you on instagram like i did reach out to you rather be via email or whatever way you want them to do that and uh, any encouraging words that you have for people out there
1: Uh, yeah I always tell people especially if you follow me on Instagram you can follow me at underscore Haley sue underscore Um, I tell everyone who follows me you can always message me don't be afraid I'm not going to be rude or snobby and I answer every message especially if it not if you're gonna be creepy I'm (laughs) I'm gonna put that in in lieu of every message Don't be creepy. But, uh, if you're coming to me with genuine questions and you're asking for advice, I will answer them of course. And I, I do like to help others. So that's something I like. I wouldn't recommend emailing me. I mean, you can, but unless I am expecting an email to come through, I'm really not going to look at my email just because, you know, that's not something I'm checking constantly. Um, but I would say that if you're listening and maybe you haven't started yet and you're considering it and, and you want to get in contact with me, go ahead. But the hardest part is going to be to start. So at some point, you're going to have to take that step. And and while I can encourage you and push you to do it, you're going to be the one that ends up doing it yourself. And uh, that, is, that is probably the hardest step ever. Yeah. So you can do it. You just got to believe in yourself. That, that's my encouraging words.
0: Well, thank you so much uh, for those. And thank you so much again for coming onto the podcast. I literally just reached out to her y'all and she was like, yep, sign me up. Uh, then I sent her the, the link and uh, and uh, no problem. And yeah, we had a little difficulty trying to figure out the, the East Coast Central, uh, thing, but that's okay. Uh, we figured it out and, and I hope you all enjoyed this episode. Uh, and uh, thank you again, Haley Sue, for, for coming on here.
1: Oh, it's not a problem. Anytime.
0: Yeah, a- anytime, anytime. You'll definitely be a recurring guest for sure. So uh, with that being said, everybody, thank you for listening to another episode of the High Impact health podcast, and always try to increase your sports performance, stay as healthy as possible,
1: and push towards overall wellness. Thank you, everybody.